Okay, Ladies and gentlemen, on. welcome to Robinson's Retail Holdings, nine month, 2016, unaudited earnings call. I would now like to hand over to your first speaker today, Gina DeParling. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for joining the Robinson's Retail nine months results uh, earnings call. Uh, this, I'm Gina DeParling, um, the company's IRO. On uh, today's call, you will hear from Ms. Rubina Gokongwepe, our President and COO, uh, Ms. Mylene Kasiban, our CFO, Mr. Jody Gadia, the General Manager of Robinson's Supermarket, Mr. Johnson Go, the General Manager for uh, Robinson's Department Store, Mr. Stanley Ko, the General Manager for Handyman and True Value. Uh, the presentation will cover uh, the same as before, uh, highlights of the results of our operations, for 3Q on nine months, um, an update on our store network, discussion on our financials, um, and then uh, the recent development that we have. And we will close this call with a Q&A session with the management team. I will now turn you over to our president and CEO. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, may I now present the nine months unaudited results. Robust same-store sales growth of 4.7% in Q3 and 7.5% for the nine months. Store portfolio of 1,500 stores nationwide at end of September 2016, including the generic pharmacy franchise store portfolio of 1,864. The store, total store network of the group hit 3,405 stores. A 9.2% year-on-year expansion in gross floor area at end September, breaching the 1 million square meter mark to 1,025,000 square meters from 939,000 square meters last year, excluding generic pharmacy. A 16.2% and 16.6% year-on-year increase in consolidated net sales for the third quarter at nine months to 25.5 billion and 73.8 billion respectively. 10 bips year-on-year expansion in EBITDA margin for Q3 and 9 months to 7.2% and 6.9% respectively. Our core earnings or net income excluding interest, interest income on bond investments and forex and equity in earnings of an associate Increased by 23.7% to 1.02 billion in the third quarter and by 17.1% to 2.76 billion in the nine months, respectively. While consolidated net income attributable to parent company rose by 15.3% to 1.28 billion in the third quarter and by 11.1% to 3.3 billion in the nine months. Moving to page three, as of in September, our, net, our nationwide store count reached 1,541 stores with total gross floor area of 1,025,000 square meters, excluding generic pharmacy. Including generic pharmacy store portfolio of 1,864, the total store network hit 3,405 stores. For the 9.2% year-on-year GFA increase for the nine-month period, bulk of the GFA addition was in Visayas and Mindanao at 29.6% and 31.2% respectively, versus only 2.6% in Luzon, including Metro Manila. 
Moving on to our store network, we added 35 net new stores from January to September 2016. Gross openings for the nine months totaled 107 stores before we closed down 72 stores. This is a cleanup year where we closed down non-performing stores, which were mostly convenience stores at 43 and fashion specialty stores at 9. For future store openings, we have secured approximately 100 sites and 115 more are under negotiation. Turning to page 5, uh, Robinson's Retail's net sales for the third quarter expanded by 16.2% to $25.5 billion, brought about by the robust same-store sales growth, the sales contribution of the new stores, including Savers Appliances, and our recent acquisition of the generic pharmacy. Net sales for the nine months reached $73.8 billion, an increase of 16.6% from last year. The high single-digit blended SSSG that we recorded in the first two quarters, which was boosted by election spending, has normalized to 4.7% in the third quarter. This, however, is still on the upper end of our 3.5% SSSG guidance for the year. Because of this, we are upgrading our SSSG target at around 6 to 7% by year end. Um, for the nine months, the supermarket accounted for close to half of the group's EBIT and EBITDA and EBITDA. Turning to page 7, we are seeing progress in our blended gross margins. From a 40 bits decline in the first quarter and 20 bits decline in the second quarter, third quarter gross margins increased by 20 bits to 21.9%, resulting from increased margins in almost all of our formats. We also saw a reduction in operating expenses resulting to EBITDA expansion of 10 bits to 7.2% for the third quarter and 6.9% for the nine months, respectively which we owe largely to the strong sensor sales growth of most retail formats. Net income attributable to equity holders of the parent company climbed by 15.3% in the third quarter and 11.1% in the nine months to $1.28 billion and $3.3 billion respectively, buoyed by the lift in operating income driven most mainly by our strong SSSG. Core net earnings increased by 23.7% to $1.02 billion in the third quarter and 17.1% to $2.76 billion in the nine months. On the back of the strong same-store sales growth, OPEX has a percent of sales improved by 20 bits to 16.9% this year. Moreover, some of the 300 new stores we opened in 2014 are starting to achieve sales maturity, adding to the high SSSG and contributing to the decline in OPEX to sales ratio. Let me hand the call over to Jody, who will discuss the financial results of our supermarket business segment. Uh, thank you, Ms. Rubina. Good afternoon. Uh, Robinson Supermarket uh, posted $34.7 billion in net sales for the nine-month period ending September 2016. This was a uh, growth of 12.7% year-on-year. Uh, the growth is mainly attributable to the robust same-store sales growth of 7.2%, uh, coupled with a sales contribution from our new stores. Our gross margin expanded by 20 bips to 19.6% in the third quarter, uh, driven by the increased supplier support and the implementation of a higher price zone for our mini-marts, Robinson Supermarket, compared to the regular prices of our mainstream supermarket. 
our improvement in uh, gross profit uh, trickled down to a bit the margin, increasing by 20 bips to 7.9% in the third quarter, aided further by improved personal productivity and tighter cost controls in our stores. Turning to page 10, our same-store sales grew, normalized to 4.3% during the third quarter, coming from a very high 8.9% growth in the second quarter at the height of the election season. This was, however, still better than the 4.1% same-store sales growth in the same quarter last year. Uh, growth was largely due to the increase in basket size. For our nine-month same-store sales growth of 7.2%, as earlier on mentioned, the increase in basket size has the bigger contribution at 4.7%, while the increase in transaction count was at 2.5%. Robinson Supermarket ended September 2016 with a total of 131 stores. I will now turn you over to Johnson Go, who will discuss the financial results of the department store business segment. Thank you. Uh, Robinson's department stores net sales for nine months ending September amounted to 10.4 billion pesos, representing growth of 6.3% over previous year. Gross profit margin of 26.3% was shy of uh, 0.4 percentage points compared to last year, owing to more aggressive price break promotions under the fashion apparel category in order for the department store to stay competitive against global fast fashion brands. Third quarter EBITDA margin of 5.9% was below previous year by 110 bits. This is largely due to the slow sales ramp up of the new stores in Cebu and Tagum. Same store sales managed to grow by 2% in spite of high base last year. Due to the increase in average customer spend and, and transaction count, same-store sales growth for nine months ending September remained robust at 5.8%. The department store ended September 2016 with a total of 43 stores covering 37,000 square meters. I will now hand the call over to Stanley who will discuss the financial results of the DIY business. Uh, thank you, Mr. Johnson. Uh, net sales generated from our DIY stores totaled 7.9 uh, billion for nine months. Up, uh, this is up by 11.9% compared to last year. We owe this to our sustained strong uh, same store sales performance and the sales contribution of our new stores, including the three, the Oro Pacific Home Plus Builders chain that we acquired in August. For the third quarter, we recorded a 32% gross profit with a, a 60 bit expansion in our combined gross margin on the back of increasing scale and continuous improvement in the gross profit margins of our Robinson's builders. EBITDA margin declined by 20 bits to 9.8% in, in the third quarter, but this is a marked improvement from, our, from the 8.8 EBITDA margin in Q1 and 9.4% in Q2 on the back of improving earnings performance of uh, Robinson Builders. Uh, turning over to the next page, the DIY segment generated a robust same-store sales growth at the 5.1% uh, in uh, the third quarter, 
brought about by the significant sales performance of the tools at plus 9 and the pets uh, category at uh, plus 13. For, uh, for the nine months, uh, same floor sales growth of 7.7%, 5% was from the increase in basket size and the balance from the increase in transaction count. The DIY segment ended September 2016 with a total of 175 stores. Here's my lean to discuss the financial results of our other business segments. Uh, thanks, Stanley. Moving on to the uh, convenience store segment, Minisop system-wide sales rose by 8.1% to $6.3 billion for the nine months ending September, while merchandise sales increased by 3% to $4.2 billion, propelled by the strong performance of a ready-to-eat category. Due to the higher nine-month sales contribution of ready-to-eat from 31.7% last year to 32.8% this year, our combined gross profit and royalty income margin grew by uh, 320 basis points to 40.3%. EBITDA margin was slightly down by 30 bits to 4.3% in the third quarter, but overall it has already progressed by 130 bits during the past nine months as we continue to intensify the rationalization of our store portfolio. Moving on to the next page, the same store sales growth fell flat on the third quarter due to the stricter implementation of the liquor ban from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. and the 100-meter policy from perimeter schools, hospitals, and playgrounds. Mini-stop ended September 2016 with a total of 500 stores. Moving on to the next uh, slide uh, on the drugstore uh, segment. The drugstore segment posted a 42.6% net sales increase in nine months to $8.4 billion, including the revenue contribution from the generic pharmacy starting May this year, amounting to $1.5 billion. This segment now has two sub-formats, namely South Star Drugs and the generic pharmacy that cater to different market segments. Our combined gross margins improved by 160 bips to 17.3% in the third quarter, largely as a result of the consolidation of the generic pharmacy and our increasing scale. GP improvements flowed through EBITDA margin, expanding by 140 bips to 6.5% in the third quarter, mainly coming from the addition of the generic pharmacy and the contribution of the stores that we opened in 2014, which have started to mature. Moving on to the next uh, slide, South Star drug uh, same-store sales growth is strong at 7.4% in the third quarter, driven by the sales performance of over-the-counter and ethical categories, mostly coming from increase in basket size. We ended September 2016 with a total of 395 South Star drug stores and 1,864 the generic pharmacy branch. Moving on to the specialty store segment, the consolidated sales from our specialty stores grew by 39.2% to $8.9 billion for the nine months, driven by the double-digit sales growth of almost all formats and the full nine-month sales contribution from Sabres, Appliances, and Costa. Of the total nine-month specialty store sales, the consumer electronics and appliance business contributed 60.3% of the total sales, followed by Toys R Us at 17.1%, Fashion and Beauty specialty stores at 
9.4% from Daiso, and the balance from Costa Coffee. Gross margins increased by 120 bits to 26.1% during the third quarter, with most formats under the specialty store segment contributing to the increase. Likewise, third quarter EBITDA margin improved by 140 bips to 4.9% in the third quarter because of EBITDA margin expansion in Sabre's appliance and uh, in a fashion and beauty format. Moving on to the next page, our specialty stores delivered a stellar same-store sales growth of 11.8% in the third quarter, which we attribute mainly to the double-digit same-store sales growth of Robinson's appliances at 16.4% and Dice of Japan at 17.4%. The other specialty formats also registered positive same-store sales growth in the third quarter with fashion and beauty at 5.7% and Toys R Us at 3.8%. The specialty store segment ended September 2016 with a total of 297 stores. Moving on into the next page on working capital, the group's cash conversion cycle in nine months uh, is at 9.3 days. Inventory days came up to 60 days, which was due to the build-up uh, for the holiday season and the planned store openings in the fourth quarter for this year. On the other hand, total payable days are shorter at 56 days uh, for us to get better service levels in time for the holiday season. Moving on into uh, capital expenditure, the group registered $4.3 billion in capital expenditure spending, with the drugstore segment now accounting for the biggest share at 50% due to the acquisition of the generic pharmacy. Uh, moving on to the next page, last month we acquired 100% stake of Chic Center Corporation. Chic Center is a manufacturer and distributor of cosmetic products in the Philippines, carrying brands such as Chic, Bobby, Color Trends, and Rain. It is also currently the market leader in the nail care category and is the exclusive distributor of US-based Qtex brand of nail care products in the country. Chic Center is a good fit to RHI, expanding our current portfolio of brands and formats under the RHI's lifestyle segment. We are now ready for Q&A. Thank you. We will now begin the Q&A session. If you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone. Just a reminder, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone. Your first question comes from Gabor Sitani from PCL. Please ask your question. Hi, hi. Good afternoon. Thanks very much for the um, opportunity. Uh, just wanted to ask a few things. Uh, first, on the supermarket division, um, uh, the store opening was relatively limited, um, and I was wondering perhaps uh, you would want to update your guidance, how many stores you would want to open in that division for the rest of the year, and would you also want to sort of reduce maybe your guidance for uh, future years in the supermarket uh, division? Uh, I was also wondering on the convenience store side of things that uh, why was the operating margin negative if you did a cleanup or was that cleanup more related to the new regulation, i.e. you had to close convenience stores not because 
they were bad locations, but because the regulation demanded under the new uh, government. Um, so perhaps if you can elaborate um, on um, uh, that one. Um, and also on the department store uh, business, um, um, why, um, sorry, why don't we start there and I'll, I'll come back, thanks. Sure. Let me start with the supermarket first. No, um, I'm Jody from the supermarket. You asked our store guidance. Uh, so far, as of uh, as we speak, no, we've we're already about 130, 134 stores. So that means that we've opened about uh, uh, 123, 134, 11 so far. No, and we're opening six more until the end of the year. So a total of 17 for the entire year. Uh, that should be a lot better than our uh, our expansion last year when we opened only about 13 stores. Was there another question about supermarket? Uh, future opening next year. Well, we're looking at um, yeah, so we we commit uh, mid-teens expansion in our floor space now every year. Uh, meaning you're looking at anywhere between 15 to 20 stores every year at least for the next three years. That's where the supermarket uh, business segment. Sorry, maybe my number is wrong, but I thought you, you closed the supermarket. Uh, you had a number of stores, 124 at the end of last year. So uh, on my number, you only opened. And you have 131 now. That's right. That's of end September. So, so you only uh, opened seven. You didn't open 11. You only right. opened seven stores. Yeah, we're opening 10 more for the... Uh, fourth quarter. Ten more, okay. Yes, that's right. Um, and, and just on the convenience store side of things, I, I also had a question there. If you. Yeah, uh, your question at the EBIT of uh, your question is on the EBIT of a uh, convenience store, right? Uh, we have reflected the uh, as we close the stores, we have reflected. Of course, we accelerated the depreciation of those stores that we have closed. Obviously, as we move towards, uh, for example, next year. So you will see the benefit of that, uh, you know, flowing uh, into the EBIT as well as we cleaned up the non-performing stores. But the EBIT was negative. Yes, yes, that's right, because we have accelerated the uh, depreciation for this year. Yeah, so you see a higher uh, charge out of depreciation for those stores that we closed this year. Oh, I see. So there is a one-off in that um, in that number. Correct. Correct. Yeah. How big is that one-off? If you perhaps. Uh, it should be around uh, around 40 million pesos. So if you take that okay. out, the charge out, the yeah, the EBIT should be around positive, you know, 0.5 percent. And sorry, just one other clarification question on the capex, the five billion target. Does that include the acquisition, the drugstore acquisition? Yes, yes. That's okay. uh, around Thank 2 you very million. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Your next question comes from Christopher Chu from UBP. Please ask your question. Hi. Thank you for uh, thank you for the results. Just a quick question on the working capital and just. 
more, I guess, clarity on inventory and how we expect this to look going forward. And um, I wanted to ask, on a quarter-by-quarter quarter basis, payables has also been uh, actually creeping up for this year. I wanted to know if this was a conscious decision by management, uh, maybe to improve margins uh, and elsewhere in the business. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of your first question, what's on inventory, right? Yes. A working capital. Yeah. Yeah. The working capital, obviously, when you look at uh, this is for the nine months, uh, you will see that we have built up uh, inventory levels in time for the uh, Christmas season. Uh, and for the accounts payable, for the payables, yes, uh, we, of course, uh, we took advantage of uh, favorable margins, but uh, apart from that, it's for this quarter, it's primarily to, uh, you know, improve, uh, get better service levels, especially for the holiday season. Sure. How, can I ask, how, how should we look at working capital for the rest of the year, then? Should we see this kind of normalize and, and go back to a, a negative cash conversion cycle? Yeah, it should normalize uh, for the for end of this year. Sure. I mean, I'm just curious, I mean, just how difficult is it to do inventory management uh, simultaneous to, uh, you know, rationalization of, of some stores? Yep, yep. Of course, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you, you have to, uh, it's a hard balancing act. And uh, you have to be able to maintain, uh, you know, a manageable level of inventory, but at the same time, you know, manage your payables. And of course, okay. you know, well, maybe maybe I rephrase this another way. In what in what segments is the inventory uh, concentrated? And is it is it department store or or DIY or uh, specialty? Yeah, it's uh, in the supermarket and uh, to a slight extent, uh, hardware business. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. Once again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone. You have another question from Gabor Satani. Please ask your question. Uh, thanks. Um, just on the department store business, I mean, you mentioned in previous quarterly results the aggressive price promotions in fashion apparel um, because of increased competition. Is that showing any signs of abating, or you would expect that to go on for quite a few more quarters? Maybe if you can elaborate what is going on in there exactly, because we've seen this margin deterioration for some time now. Thank you. I think that will uh, come on a regular basis because uh, fast fashion brands are are very aggressive and regular in their uh, markdowns and uh, price breaks. Almost every month you'll see that uh, there are huge discounts uh, given by all these fast fashion brands. So for us to be competitive, we also need to uh, introduce uh, continuous pr uh, promotions in the department stores. But why is it getting worse this year compared to last year? Because we have now, both H&M and Uniqlo have been expanding aggressively and even into uh, uh, 
uh, suburban areas. So more stores uh, are now affected. Would that impact your store opening strategy here in that division? Uh, apparel is just one segment of our business in the department store. So um, as long as there's an opportunity in, especially in the Visayas and Mindanao area where our expansion is headed, we will definitely uh, not hold uh, hold off our expansion due to presence of fast fashion. We have other strategies to to, um, to improve our profit margin um, and sustain our price break promotions to 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 be competitive. And perhaps just a quick one on on the on your latest acquisition. Can you elaborate a little bit how much would that add in terms of sales and profit? Is that a material acquisition? It's a, uh, you're talking about the Sheik Center, is it? Uh, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about uh, the, the one uh, you just, yeah. yeah. Around, uh, you know, 600 million in terms of top line. And in terms of EBIT? Uh, the disruptive uh, We do not disclose the EBIT. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Your next question comes from Lynn Vo from Albizia Capital. Please ask your question. Hi, I hope everybody is doing well. Um, I have three questions to follow up on. Uh, the first is on the drugstore performance. You mentioned um, TGP contributed about 1.5 billion in sales. But if we look at South Star alone, um, how has margins improved uh, versus the same period last year? And also on the TGP side, ever since the acquisition, what kind of uh, integration or what kind of improvements have you made at the TGP chain so far? Uh, uh, Miss Baby will speak. I will answer your question. Uh, Miss Dalia, please. So for the first question for the margin for the SSD, it's uh, almost the same. For the for the combined margin, it's still 16. Point nine. And then for the next, improvement in, what was the question, sorry? Improvement or changes? Changes. Uh, in TGP. Since the acquisition. Actually, it's more on the, it's more on uh, improving the assortment. We're starting to introduce the FMCG. And, um, but the, on the number of stores, uh, it's still the same. Yeah. 
Actually, when you look at the uh, the acquisition of uh, TGP is actually margin accretive for the total drugstore segment. Yeah, because of the higher margins of uh, TGP. But it's like point something. Yeah. Because it's not full year yet. Yeah, yeah. that's true. On a full year basis. Yeah. Okay, so South Star margins by itself has been the same because you're getting depressed by expansion-related costs, even though same store sales growth has been so strong. Is that correct? When you look at the uh, South Star margin alone, uh, obviously nine months to nine months is actually the same uh, as we expand into uh, as we as we expand uh, and move into like for example. Uh, the other parts of the country. Okay, um, and the margins at the provincial areas are lower, even on a mature store. Is that, that correct? Not exactly. It's almost the same. Okay, understood. And my next question is on the convenience stores. Um, you mentioned that liquor ban had affected same store sales growth. Um, can you talk about What's the percentage of sales uh, that cigarettes and alcohol make up of total at before the ban and after the ban, and how you expect that to change from now onwards? Um, before the before the ban, it was almost thirteen percent. Thirteen, fourteen, nine. And then after it's uh, down to eleven plus percent. Like a 20% and you expect that to remain the same or improve over time? I think it will eventually go back to normal. Same what happened in uh, 2013 when they raised the taxes. It went down and it went back up. To its previous level, although the volume declined, but the total value actually, as a percentage of sales, went back to previous level. Okay. Um, and my last question is: Can you tell us a bit more about the Chick Center? Um, the financials you can't disclose, but maybe would you be able to say how much was paid for it and what percentage? Is the previous owner still involved or not? Uh, okay. Uh, the Chic Center, uh, the effectivity of acquisition is, is actually October. We can disclose it as in the fourth quarter and you'll see it in our 17 Q results. 17 Sorry, 17 Is there 100% acquisition or is the previous owner still involved in the business? It's a hundred percent acquisition. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Your next question comes from Utkash Marotra. Please ask your question. Hi, uh, just a couple of questions from me. Uh, firstly, on the convenience store closures, just wanted to know um, how many closures are planned uh, or remaining for fourth quarter or next year just solely because of the regulation change with the 100 meters? And uh, secondly, on the uh, GP margin for the supermarket business, 
Uh, earlier we saw uh, some expansion over the years uh, due to scale and uh, supplier discounts. So just uh, trying to uh, watch the guidance here that how does it look uh, in uh, for 2017 for uh, supermarket uh, margins. Thank you. For the supermarket, we're looking at expanding and we're our margins by about 10 bips or 20 bips at the most. Again, through scale and additional services to our trade partners. Of course, they have to pay. Okay, on your question, the convinced store closure for the fourth quarter, we have closed mostly, uh, most of the stores in the, as of uh, September 2016. So we're looking only at around very minimal for fourth quarter of around two. Okay, got it. That's very clear. Thank you. There are no further questions at this time. Please continue. Excuse me, we do have a question come through from Wasi M from East Capital. Please ask your question. Hi, uh, my question is regarding the SSG outlook uh, for 2017. Uh, you'll be coming off a high base and uh, also maybe consumption sentiment might turn negative if there is a decline in remittances because of what is happening in the US and also the Middle East. So any, uh, can you give any color on the SSG uh, outlook for next year? Well, uh, I think uh, right now the government is accelerating infrastructure spending. That would mean uh, more employment. Uh, right now, it's really the domestic consumption that's boosting uh, spending. So I would still like to believe that consumption spending next year will still remain robust, although not at the same level as this year coming from a high base. Uh, we're looking between 2 to 4% same-store sales growth next year. Uh, sorry, can you repeat the number, please? Uh, looking, <laughs> we are looking at 2 to 4% same-store sales growth next year. Okay, thank you. There are no further questions at this time. Please continue.
We do have an additional question come through from Lynn Vo. Please ask your question. Hi, um, just to follow up, in the third quarter, were there any stores um, that were closed and could you discuss the financial impact of or any write-downs related to the store closures? Convenience stores, what other stores were closed in the quarter of 2016 and the reason okay. for that? If you're, about, if you're talking about third quarter alone, the, uh, there's only one uh, which is uh, in fashion, specialty stores. So out of the 18, 17 is convenience stores and there's another one uh, on specialty stores for the third quarter. Great. Thank you very much. One last time, if you do wish to ask a question, please press star 1 on your telephone. Thank you. There are no further questions. I'd now like to hand back to our presenters to close the call. Thank you very much, and uh, see you at the next earnings call. Thank you all for joining. Have a great afternoon.